Deception on the mind keeps us from accessing what Jesus has already accomplished. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today on the show, we have Bill Johnson again, and he's talking to us about knowing what Jesus has already purchased for us on the cross. Many times we spend our time in prayer asking God for something that he's already given to us. Here's Bill. One of the devil's main focuses is to get us to turn inward and to live with guilt and shame, thinking they are spiritual qualities of reverence before God, fear of God, hating sin, and there's a counterfeit thing going on where the enemy tries to draw us into that self-hatred, self-rejection thing in the name of hating sin. Did that make sense? I, I, I tried to say it right. I know what I mean, and it's good. When, yeah, trust me, it's good. When he succeeds at turning us inward, actually adopting a way of thinking where we become the primary focus, he has succeeded in undermining our confidence in what Jesus did at Calvary. They are connected. Because a born-again person is a new creation. That's not philosophical. It's not in the sweet by and by. It is a present reality, but deception on the mind keeps people from accessing what Jesus has already accomplished. In fact, to put it uh, real frank, quite frankly, is, is everything we will ever experience in this life, every breakthrough, and everything we will ever experience throughout all eternity has already been purchased and placed in an account for us. Now, think about this. Throughout the ages, everything you experience in God throughout all of eternity, in his glorious presence, everything that we experience in the ruling and the reigning with Christ, everything that is experienced throughout eternity was already purchased at Calvary. So it is already a present possession. The renewing of the mind is to get our minds consistent with what God knows already happened. When we believe in the inferior, when we put faith in inferior things, we obviously get inferior results. Faith is what gives us access to the reality of Christ's victory at Calvary. Faith sees, faith discovers. There are realms that are available in Christ that are accessible now that most believers think are reserved for eternity. I'm just going to keep hitting this one thought uh, until I am done. <laughs> I'm going to keep kicking this dead horse till it gets up. Yeah. <clears throat> Part, part of our, the struggle that we have in, in our walk with Christ is ignorance over what he's done and ignorance over what we already possess. Now, when we don't realize what we already have, we end up spending our prayer life praying for what we already 
have ownership of. When you pray for what you already have, you can't, you can't recognize the answer. When you pray for what you already possess, you're already incapable of recognizing the answer. Now think about this. If I can't recognize the answer, then I'm not going to have the thankful heart I'm supposed to live with, number one. But number two, he said, in that day you'll ask me, you'll ask the Father in my name, he will give you whatever you ask, that your joy may be full. So the Lord then has connected heaven's atmosphere of joy to be your present possession as you see answers to prayer. Joy is such a priceless commodity in heaven that it was used as the tool to help Jesus endure the cross. It would be the reward at the end of the endurance of the cross. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. No wonder the religious spirit hates joy so much. It's a priceless commodity. It is the evidence of liberty and true freedom. So here the Lord has created a pathway for us to access eternal joy in time. And we are to access that realm of continuous fullness of joy through answers to prayer. And whatever you ask, he will give you that your joy may be full. So if I pray for what I already have and I don't recognize it, then I don't have access to joy from answered prayers. I now have to get my joy from the discipline of prayer. And when you get your joy from the discipline of prayer, you begin to exalt form above power. Form above breakthrough. It's the birthplace of religion. And so the Lord is wanting, wanting us through the activation of faith. Now, faith does not come because of choice. You don't choose to believe. You surrender to believe. Faith is the result of surrender. It's the result of yielding. It is not the result of determination. Faith is the natural expression of a believer. It's why we are called believers. It's why we are called believers. Got the same response out of the piano. <clears throat> and just, just work with me here because we've got some things we've got we've to address. But I've got to set this stage first. <clears throat> we discover through faith there are two absolutes in the Christian life. There's faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love. Love is, the, is an absolute. The other absolute is faith. It says, without faith it is impossible to believe God. The Apostle Paul in Galatians says, that faith works through love. He was able to merge and to marry these two expressions. They are, op two, 
They are different sides of the same coin. So what faith then must discover is what has already happened in Christ. When somebody is healed, for example, if you're sick in your body, you seek the Lord, you get breakthrough in your body, there's healing. All you did is access something that was put into an account with your name on it 2,000 years ago. God, in a very, very strong theological sense, he didn't heal you just now. He healed you 2,000 years ago. And what we learn to do is to access what's already been accomplished. That was Bill Johnson, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Bill Johnson Realizing What You Have. You can find out more information about Bill at his ministry website, bjm.org. And you can also go to his church website, Bethel.com. It's Bethel Redding, California. Hope you have a great day, and I'll see you again tomorrow. God bless.